Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hi, Beth. Hello. Hello, and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends say you to do when someone else already has. Like your auntie. And not your... Uncle. Uncle. <laughs> that was too obvious for me. Well, that's the point. Oh. Uncles don't tell you what they do. They don't tell you shit. Right. They tell you, oh, no, I asked your aunt. Do they? No, not my uncles. No, my either. I feel like normal uncles Actually, would. We don't have normal uncles. Maybe we can't really judge what uncles do or don't do accurately. <laughs> so I guess we'll just continue from I can here. tell you what my uncles do, <laughs> but I don't know if that's norm. I'll tell you what my uncles want me to do. <laughs> but I don't know if that's PC. <laughs> anyway. All right. How you doing? I am uh, shit-faced. Uh, I'm so jealous. I don't... Don't I'm drink not, on an empty stomach. I, I literally and... I mean, I'm not glorifying. I don't know why I have to you don't, say that this every is time. Our I don't. It's our this podcast. Is... I don't glorify alcohol use, but I did use it. I used it. <laughs> and our logo has a fucking glass of wine. It's serious. You know what? Don't even get me <laughs> like... into that. I yeah, it's I've been just very good with my eating and being very clean and this hit me like a train. So this wine's gonna go down <laughs> interestingly. Interestingly. Well, looking forward to the episode. Thank you so much. How are you doing? <laughs> I actually am also doing really good. I have a goal, not a goal, but like a determination. A checkpoint? Like I'm working towards a specific goal, I guess is the word. Sure. Because I can't think of another one. Milestone? No. Gr- grow. Growth. <laughs> Oh, welcome. <laughs> have, have you entered my level of Jameson Pickleback? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and just kind of setting personal boundaries for myself, and I've been doing quite well with them. Oh, nice. Boundaries, personal boundaries is something I've always struggled with. Um, and how? Mm. Not just you. No, yeah. yeah. So I've actually been pretty proud of myself. Good job, Bev. Yeah. Kick ass. Thank you. You're welcome. Can I please? Can we drink wine so I can catch up to you? Can. Or can I drink? Do I wine look and you like not? a deer in headlights right now? Because I feel like my <laughs> eyes are just like so wide fucking open. I think that's just the light. Is from it just your the light? GoPro. Oh. oh, thank you so much. Thank you, GoPro. <laughs> this this episode sponsored by. by Carnivore Wines. <laughs> Carnivore. Carnivore, not GoPro. Tricked ya. <laughs> um, we are drinking at Carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> a Cabernet Sauvignon from California from 2019. I love a good cab. Oh, every day I could drink every, this if I was drinking. I was going to say every day you want to drink. I'm, every day I want cab. a glass. That's not a lie. I know. I, I can't. Do you remember when I used to smoke and we would go to the movies and someone would light a cigarette during the movie, like in the movie? And I'd just be like, can we pause this? In the movie? <laughs> yeah. If someone in the movie like lit a cigarette... I'd be like, we oh, need to in, pause. Yeah. not in the movie theater, right? In the actual, in the actual movie. movie. Gotcha. I would just be like, we need to. I need everyone to hold. I need to go outside. 
<laughs> and that's how I feel about wine right now. Like when you see it, I've never like, like overconsumed everyone... to the point where I needed it, but I'm like, you're pouring a glass of something delicious. I don't even delicious. care how yeah. sweet it is. I just want it right now. Well, like, let's that's hope this at. one is delicious. Yes. I like the name. Sorry, I read the first line and it's, you're just going to get it. Do you need an accent? No. Okay. Um, well, maybe it might make this one a little bit interesting. So do it. Are you ready? Meat was made for carnivore. <laughs> Did it work? Yes. Okay, great. I'm so glad you said it with an accent. <laughs> Our boldly blended Cabernet is an exceptional complement to your favorite red meat, layered with hints of rich blackberry luscious caramel and smooth toasted oak indulge your primal side with carnivore okay i'm excited <laughs> i felt very antonio banderas Do, yes yeah that was the name i was trying to think of and i couldn't think of his name so i didn't say anything great i'm hot now cheers <laughs> we like red meat right and antonio banderas <laughs> yes <laughs> what's oh steak i don't like steak you, when i cook it you like steak true true story but it ain't red just drink it. Ooh. It's a little acidic. There it is. I love it. I need another sip. I really like it. Yeah. It's a little on the acidic, corky side to me, like the barrel. It's a little oaky to me. Oh, really? I don't... Yeah. We have such opposite tastes. I know. It's, it's so, so weird. weird. But it's funny that when it comes to sweet wines, we're both like, nope. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't want to drink honey. Except for I can drink white sand and you I barely can. can. I just... It's not... I don't necessarily enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you do. But yeah. that's about as sweet as it gets for. Yeah. But the second you say it's a little bit acidic, I always am like, I love this. It's true. So that's weird. Well, I like acidic wines, but when I can taste the acid like that. Yeah. But I actually don't think it's acid. I think it's the oakiness I'm tasting. I don't taste the oaky. I do. It feel, It tastes like a, a cork, barrely. Like, that's the taste I get from oh, it. Oh, that's funny. And I know that you can taste cork, but right. not in this. Right. Like that oaky, but it's not buttery, which is weird to me. When it tastes oaky, there's usually like a buttery behind it. Like Chardonnay? Yeah. Like a bright I yellow usually, Chardonnay. Yeah, I can usually taste it with Chardonnay yeah. inside. Yeah. Well, we know shit about wine, guys. I like it. Um, get you a you, carnivore. Get yourself a, car- a carnivore. So he'll eat the red meat. Yes. 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 <laughs> I would buy this for myself. Yeah? Yeah. Give it a one to five. Four, four and a half. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I really I'd like give it. it a three and a half. Okay. So I think average four sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Four. All right. That's good. <laughs> what else you got? I have questions. You have questions this week? Let's drink and do questions. Let's do questions. All right. Shoop. <laughs> We're going back to boston.com this yes. this year right this year or this week <laughs> also this year also this year but this week we're going back because we liked the question so much and we couldn't choose yes there was a couple that we really wanted to do so we decided to save a couple to do this week why not yeah let's hit it so this is loveletters.boston.com mm, boston that's the theme song i wrote it just now i was gonna say what's the rest uh yankees suck <laughs> that work i love that dirty water <laughs> this is from seven twenty nine twenty one, and it is called my big proposal ended with a maybe 
Maybe later. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Yes, maybe it said no. maybe not. I've, I've answered the question. Hey, Meredith. Going through the toughest time in my life and need some advice. I, 29 male, proposed to my girlfriend, 27 female, of 10 years last week. And she said no, kind of. This proposal had been in the works for months with a week-long beach vacation with friends, in parentheses, all aware of what was happening, followed by drinks and dinner. She initially said yes after the beach proposal, but then had a panic attack when we went back to our rental and she saw the decorations that our friends put up. We had some tough conversations over the next two days about how she wasn't sure she was ready, was worried about wedding costs, that she had been unemployed for a year, that she wants to go to couples therapy, I was unaware of this, COVID concerns, etc. She wanted to push the engagement off and then maybe revisit in six months or so. This all caught me super off guard as we have had multiple conversations during the course of our relationship about finances, ring sizes, what type of ring cuts. We even went to a jeweler together if we want kids, and so on. After two days of talking, I decided to leave the vacation and head home. In the driveway, she returned the ring to me. I was going to have to send it back to resize anyway. We haven't spoken in a few days because so our relationship is currently in limbo, but we are set to talk later this week. I'm having trouble even trying to think of how to pick up the pieces of the life we built, apartment, puppy, cat, joint finances, investments, Am I wrong for thinking that I don't think I can be a part of this relationship slash trust her at this point after investing my entire adult life in this relationship? Signed, a shattered man. P.S. I have not heard anything from her family. Radio silence. Got prior approval from everyone as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You got some things to share, Biff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that makes it onto the microphones. It will. It will. I hope so. If it's not a resounding yes, yes it is a resounding no. no. Shall I expand? Yes. Been there, done that, Ooh. and waited another three or four years before I said, ah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so were you the... I was the pupo- pu- proposer. I was the poser. <laughs> Or the proposer, and and was I it actually a, it's, was it a no or it, maybe it was a I still don't know it wasn't a yes it wasn't a yes okay yeah I took it as a like I'm not ready or it's not time yet but it really was a no like I don't want to get married that's what it was to you or in I think general? it was a general thing okay I just you know I don't want to get married if that's something I romanticized or thought about or whatever. Um, so was this something that was ever brought up in conversation? Were oh, you yeah. unaware that they didn't want to? No. Oh, so no. that didn't come up in conversation. No, that, I mean, I mean, when I when you asked the question, I thought you were talking about like if we had talked about it like afterwards, like that kind of thing. But no, um, it didn't. It wasn't something that was like there. We had talked about marriage, and of course, this was so long ago that I can't be like certain exactly how these conversations went. But we had talked about it. They knew that it was something important to me and i don't know i guess that's just kind of where it stayed but we were also so young yeah you know like we met when i was 19 and he was 21 and you know when we broke up seven how long years later into the relationship did you propose 
I want to say it was maybe three years, two or three years. I can't be certain, but two or so three years. So you both were been... still young. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were both still young, and even when we broke up, we were in our later twenties, and it was still like we were still young, and and there was still reticence from both our parts. Like, I I never resented him for saying no. Do you think that's what caused the breakup? Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Do you think it played a part? I think it definitely played a part in the way that I treated him. Afterwards. Afterwards. I didn't treat him like shit, but I was also not very rational when it came to like our issues. So. Did you become emotionally unavailable after the rejection? No. No, I was still in it. I became emotionally unavailable in the last six months of our relationship. And that right there is a whole other story. Right. But you said you stayed for how long after the rejected proposal? A few years. Okay. Because we were together for almost eight. So I'd say, you know, four or five years we were still together afterwards. But it definitely changed things in the relationship. Um, I don't think so. See, I can't remember. you, You just mentioned that you started kind of treating him different. Well, it it was it wasn't a conscious thing, but I, I did realize it later on that I was just more I was irrational. So and that's kind of like when I would remember it. You know what I mean? Irrational, like you felt insecure then? Probably. Okay. I can't even Makes go. Makes sense. I'm like mentally, I can't even go back yeah, there. Yeah, it was a long time. Like I'm literally like so over it. You're old. <laughs> so, yes. I will take it if it means I'm over it. <laughs> no, I'm literally so, so far beyond that relationship that like, I don't even know if he listens, but I hope he's well, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, just, I never considered that as, I don't think I it, it ever came into our conversations as something that would affect Something it wasn't we the elephant through. in the room. It definitely wasn't. Not after we dealt with it. We talked, we dealt with it. And it just, you know, I think I, I I remember him just saying, like, I'm not ready. Like, I've never thought about it. But then after time, he's like, I'm just not ready. It's not the time right now for me. And that, and I kind of accepted that. Okay. Sort of, kind of, until we got into an argument. And I was like, yeah, that fueled. I didn't bring it up, but it fueled my arguments. Were you feeling subconsciously not good enough? I don't like that it was you that like that's why he didn't want to get married or that's why he wasn't ready because you weren't good enough subconsciously no that never actually hit but it's it's kind of hard to separate because there are there are other factors that made me feel that way that aren't tied to the proposal oh okay so yeah i guess it's difficult to gauge in a young relationship yeah and and that's the other thing too like we were so young and still learning about ourselves and in a world where like we weren't accepted and his family didn't necessarily accept him. Wasn't this one of your first like actual relationships? Yeah. Okay. So that also, that plays a big role into it. Yeah. So, so, so what's your, so right. right. Let's circle back. Shall we? Well, well, no, I, yeah. I've been leading us. This is context. Is that what it is? Oh, so you're you're facilitating this conversation? Yes. Because Jameson sure isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I also felt like 29 and 27, that's still fairly young. Oh, yeah. Well, so. It's older than you were. When you were saying, when you're saying that, well, when you were reading that, I thought to myself, yeah, what are you doing proposing before you're 30 anyway? 
And then I felt like a giant hypocrite because my entire like 20s, I was like, I'm going to be married before I'm 30. Well, we see. And look at me in my mid fucking 30s, still not married. Well, we see 30 as old when we're not 30. Yeah. No, to me, it was more of a milestone. I don't think I ever saw it as old again, because me and my mom grew up I'm so just saying when together. we're 18 years old and we're like, we're going to be married and have 12 kids Before, by 30. Yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah. like, we don't really understand yeah. the responsibility right. and all that shit too. So, so what do you, what would you say for, am I wrong for thinking that I don't think I can be part of this relationship slash trust her at this point after investing my entire adult life in this relationship? First of all, oh, your entire adult <laughs> Me life too? has not started yet. I was 27 when we ended. <laughs> Are you wrong? Here's the deal. I think my situation was, my situation, I, I actually do believe then, and I still believe now that this person actually didn't think about marriage like right. that. Nothing to do with you at it all. It wasn't. I really do believe that. Yeah. It was actions afterwards. So for me to base my answer on that would be to condemn a motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm not there. I'm so mature. And so, <laughs> so I think that you are absolutely in your right mind to say, okay, I'm ready to go because that's a huge deal. They were together for four years? Ten years. Oh, they've been I proposed for- to my girlfriend of ten years last week. I don't know why I heard four. So they were high school sweethearts. They want to go to counseling because they want to convince themselves. She wants to go to counseling because she, she wants to convince know. herself. That's my takeaway. She's ta- thinking of all these things because she knew she didn't want to marry you. Mm. That's literally what I felt. In fact... I would be in his same position, questioning it, going back and forth and trying to justify ways to stay. Even though she's the one that's not ready to fully commit. She's not ready to commit and she won't be. She won't be? She won't be. I think she's I made like her that's mind a up. Big judgment. I, I th- she's 27. Yeah. She won't be ready to commit to him specifically. After 10 years and you've gone through high school, college, and now you're a full-blown adult in your own place with your boyfriend with a dog yeah, you got and, you still, at 18. and you still and you still don't like know not. but i mean at that point you know somebody textbook you're like biblically involved and then you grow up and then you grow up and so sometimes you grow together sometimes you grow apart and i think that that's what this is i think that they're growing apart i don't think she wants to be with him she's worried about wedding costs she's been employed for a year yeah you're right. I, because if somebody either... would be like, okay, let's get engaged. But like, because of all of this, let's hold off on planning a wedding. That's just what I get. Fine. You want to be engaged? Like, let's yes, be engaged. Can God, this be a you, long engagement? Not, right. Yeah. I like that answer because when you know, you know. You know, you know. And you're not going to be hesitant and you're not going to be, well, what if or what about or. And you as the other side of it aren't going to be saying, would I be wrong? No, you just want someone to justify your feelings. Leaving or yeah. staying. And you're okay leaving. Have we said this before? I think we have. You don't need an excuse to stay. If you don't want to, right. go. Right. You don't need... I mean, again, common courtesy is let them know why you're leaving. <laughs> you know? But you actually don't even need that. It's true. You can't base your happiness off of someone's reaction. Yeah, I, I think... I really like your answer. And I think... It was suffice to say, if it's not a hard yes, it's a no. Yeah. 
I think that should have been the response period. I, think, I went on a tangent. <laughs> well, you had some good history. Yeah. There's my anecdote for everyone. And I think it's a little bit di- different for females also. Like you can be poor. We can be poor together. We can, there could be a million reasons why we shouldn't get married. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to care. If you're like, I'll fucking marry you tomorrow. And you ask, even if there is a million reasons, we're still saying yes. Yeah, even a man who's just... totally in love like this, this guy who wrote it in, you know, like he probably saw over those things. She's been unemployed. She's yeah. Because he did say this know? all caught me super off guard. Yeah. So he was, he's head this over heels in love been with a this long woman. Time coming for her or he's just oblivious. Yeah. You're asking because you know the answer. But she's also only 27. And yeah. he's only 29. I know he said he feels like he's old and like spent his whole adult life since the age of 18. Right. It's not that long in retrospect, but I'm trying to put myself in his shoes where I would feel like, you know, am I going to invest more time? in Like we've been together for 10 years and you still don't know if you want to be with me. Well, you know, if you don't know after 10 exactly. years, you know. You know, so, so I'm in, I'm on his like I know I want to be with you, but I can't sit here and wait for you to make up your mind to, yeah, to settle with to me. decide when you're. In ready. fact, even if the conversation, even if I believe this person who's just not ready right now, and I, I'm being a total hypocrite right now. Well, you're older now, so you right. <laughs> oh yes, I'm being a hypocrite now because I'm like ten years or Less something inflamed. older, not ten years older. Holy shit! Just I'm not ten years older. No, you're like. Five. No, what's more than that? But I'm not 10 years old. He's older. 29. No, I'm not talking about him. Oh, okay. That's six. I'd take that too. When, even if you're willing to wait until they're ready. You've heard he had a long time to think and or feel rejected. I think there's that, that resentment is residual. And he even mentioned not trusting her anymore, which I thought was interesting. That actually is a big tell. Are you trusting her with your heart or are you trusting her in general? Right, because saying no to a proposal for me wouldn't... It wouldn't trigger trust-related issues. Yeah. It would just be like, I'm not ready or I don't love you. If you're waiting for someone to be ready, wouldn't you feel like, I haven't found something better, I'm ready to settle? Say that again. Like if you were the person that asked. Yeah, and they said, I'm not ready yet. And you're waiting for them until they are. When they finally get to that point, wouldn't you say to yourself, did I wait until they were ready? Or did I wait until they didn't find something better? Did they settle for me? Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. And that's rough. That's like not a great spot to be in. And it clearly is Doesn't going well. to be an issue, even yeah. if he stays. It's it's going to be, an, he's going to bring it up. Right. It's, he's going to bring it up 30 years down the road. Yeah. You didn't even love me anyway. That's why I'm with my secretary, Kendra. <laughs> She's ready. Let's see what Meredith says. Go, Meredith, go. The family part doesn't surprise me. What are they supposed to say? At this point, they're focused on her and what she wants. I do hope you've heard from some of those friends. You have every reason to feel hurt, disappointed, confused, etc. Sit with those feelings. Call those friends for support. But please be open to hearing more about what might have happened here. I advise against surprise proposals unless two people have agreed they want that kind of grand gesture. I mean, how long ago did you talk about all of this and what timeline was discussed? I wish she'd told you she wanted therapy before any proposal. 
I wish she'd thought more about wedding versus marriage and whether she could even consider celebrating your commitment when she's still looking for a job. It really sounds like she didn't see this coming or couldn't anticipate how it would feel. You ask if you're wrong for thinking you can't be part of this relationship after this incident, but I think it's impossible to know what it all means at this moment. She has a lot of questions to answer for you and for herself. Please listen to whatever she has to say when she returns. If she had no sense of timing on this, it might be about the surprise of it all and the audience. Based on what you told us, she hasn't said she doesn't want the life you've built together. The puppy, home, shared finances, etc. She didn't mention any of that stuff, right? Maybe there's something about the ritual of engagement and marriage that feels too big to her right now. I'm sorry this didn't go as planned. It makes sense to question everything and to be sad about it. But please get answers before making big decisions. Meredith. I don't know. I don't know either. This isn't sitting with me because she said yes in front of everybody because it's in front of everybody. Well, yeah, she's put on the spot. Yeah. You're not going to change how you feel. Like, you're going to harbor that resentment. How long is it going to take her to change? You know? Maybe it's not changing. Maybe it's just a matter of conversation. Right. I do like that Meredith pointed out that maybe she literally was just thrown off guard and maybe it doesn't have anything to do with marrying you or... It's just, I was not prepared in any way, shape, or form for this. My mind was on getting a job, or my mind was on anything else. Maybe, but I think that if you talk about marriage, don't you think that on some level, and you know this person, right? You're supposed to know this person. On some level, don't you think something's coming? Isn't it eventual? Well... Should you not be prepared in one form or another? Like, you wouldn't talk so openly about marriage if it wasn't something you wanted. Or you didn't want, rather. That's not necessarily true. No? There's, I mean, I'm absolutely wanting to get married someday. But even if I met the man of my dreams tomorrow, I'm not going to be ready tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if I talked about, like, oh, look, babe, that's my favorite ring. Size seven. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? Okay. Now that you said that. Right. Because that's that's our little joke here. Right. <laughs> And I'm not he ready. went to Tiffany's. And I'm not ready. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what I mean? It's one thing to like say, like, yeah, I absolutely want to get married. Right. I just, I feel like women are really great at letting you know when we're waiting to yeah. get married. You know so what maybe I mean? there is something to be said about them being ready, you know, like hinting when they're ready or letting them know. I don't know. I just, I feel like when you're that in love with someone, wouldn't you be in tuned to, you know, based on the conversations and wanting kids and, you know, nothing really changes other than a piece of paper. So that's that. That's also what kind of like kind of give me the reason to give the response. It does that I get. change things. I don't you like when I mean? people say that. But like, what I just mean is like your dynamic. You know what I mean? Like, just because you got married doesn't mean you're not the same people. I know. I know. Is what I'm trying to say. That right. And you're not wrong, but I don't always agree that it, a ring changes a lot. That's why. I, I mean, I'm only going to speak for some women. So not I'm not men, saying like, it that way. I'm saying like reasons why we want to get married because well, it does change. That's why I'm saying like somebody who wants to get married eventually would just say, let's postpone the wedding. Let's like do a long engagement. I agree. A ring does something. It does change the dynamic a little bit. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, if, if it's something that you want to do and you want to get married and if it's to that person, wouldn't you say, and I can't speak for everyone. 
But for me, I, I would, I think I would say like, okay, let's get married, but can we have a long engagement? I'm just not ready yeah, to but get if you're married. Like, That's the part that... If you're of, in a place you know, in your life that like, you're worried about finances, you're not working, you're trying to find a new job, you're... Those are totally this, valid. With that, like, and then you weren't expecting the proposal at that very moment, I think it's pretty fair to say like, I, uh, uh, yeah, or, or the fuck, what, what, huh? Right. Like, did you use our bank account for this? <laughs> right. Where'd that money come from? Because right. I'm not working. No, it's it's possible. It's yeah, it's absolutely possible. I don't know. I just I, yeah, I, I'm really in between because I am still like you kind of feel you know what I'm feeling. Know. Yeah. And it's like yes, it's yes. not even that. Maybe it's not when, when you, you know. You know, later, but like. like like babe, yes, I'm so excited. And I can't wait to marry you, but I just can't even think about that right now. Like, yeah, I think communicating that that way. Yeah, but but I don't feel like that's what was communicated. Like, sure, I'll marry you eventually, but but I can't. right now it's like a terrible time. This is not a good time for us to do this. But he also said that he was super unaware of a lot of her concerns. Right. Which so either he's very... missing a lot of signs and signals, or, or there's he's just a man. not great. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Either he's a man or she's not communicating right. well. It, but that's there's something to be said about that, too. If he was cut off guard by things that she brought up. And you know, she was cut off guard by the proposal. It sounds like there's a They're disconnect. not on the same page. <laughs> there's definitely a disconnect. And maybe you shouldn't have proposed and, and, and maybe, maybe it went too you far. you should go to therapy together to figure out where the disconnect is. Because you both are seemingly on very different pages. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it going either to therapy or just ending it all together. Like, yeah. And honestly, I, I feel like in re- in relation to his direct question, I feel like he's ready to end it. Just like, yeah, it am I sound wrong like this to... this is something he's going to get past. Right. Am I wrong to end this, essentially, is what he's asking, right? Uh, yeah. So And because he doesn't trust her anymore. Yeah. Yeah, the trust thing is kind of... That one's rough. Yeah. That one I can't... Yeah, I feel like it might be him. Like, he just might be missing the mark. Maybe. But if he doesn't trust her, it's never going to work. Yeah, but if he only doesn't trust her now because she said she's not ready. Yeah, we need more information on that front for sure. I think he might be maybe missing some important... Yeah, if we go based on what we have right now, he missed a whole... A whole relationship. Conversation, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) How about the next one, Biff? Yes. This is from November 3rd, 2021. Oh, the title. My husband ignores me for weeks. Hi there. My husband and I have been together for almost nine years, married for almost four. Whenever I overstep some boundary, he ignores me for weeks. Last week, the same thing. So bad we are still not talking. And now I really have to bring up the move. My kids from a previous relationship live with their stepmom now because their dad is out of the country. I went to visit them this past weekend and realized they are experiencing major problems. I'm their mother and I should be there for them. And right now I'm not. Twice now I have made a move for my husband, but never has he compromised anything in his life for me. I just don't know how to bring it up, especially now with this quote fight. I want to move back to my hometown, but I really want him to come with me. I just know he won't. I need to know what am I going to do. I'd like to move in less than a month, whether he comes with me or not. I just need to know how to talk to him, taking into account his constant bad mood. Please help. I'd like to move in less than a month, whether he comes with me or not. Signed, moving. What do you think? What do you say? What do you think? Do you see my dancing right now? Yeah, you I'm don't dancing know. to a new song. A new What's man? a narcissist? 
okay, maybe not a narcissist, but yeah, maybe. But maybe. I think if you came to me with this, I would just look at you and be like, come again. Do you understand? Yes. I would just be like, huh? why are you with this man right. that you can't even. That I already told you I didn't like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking listen to me. <laughs> Nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get the move out of the way. Let's forget about the move. Forget the fucking move. If you cannot disagree with your significant other reasonably, and I'm assuming that this was a reasonable disagreement, that you overstepped a boundary, which actually I'm not totally convinced you are because he's a narcissist. But if you overstepped a boundary, the right course of action is a conversation to correct the issue. Not ignore for weeks. Ignore That's you. That's weird. That's immature. That's just weird. Just fucking yeah, go. Live together. Just move out. How do you ignore me for more than Sleep on the couch. an hour? How do you do that? How do you ignore someone? Period. I I, I would I can understand. Ignore. Well, I understand ignoring someone like, like who texts you or someone who like you don't you don't have to be no, in the same no, room. I with. definitely did the cold shoulder when my baby daddy was. Yeah, but can you do it for more than a day? That's what I'm saying. I can only do that for maybe an hour. Maybe. I just don't. Weeks? Weeks? Weeks. I'm leaving after. A week. If, if it I'm gets that far. I'm leaving after a day. Sure. Take your moment. Go to the kitchen. Go in the den and watch a movie. I'm going to go upstairs. But tomorrow morning, if you're still not acknowledging me mm-hmm. and or we're not talking about this. There's going to be a lot more issues than what you're mad about. This is a one-sided relationship. And this is a person who is not willing to work with you. And a person who is not happy unless they're doing, you're both doing what he wants. You don't need to ask this question. Why? A parent's first priority is their children. Their children. And that is the fucking end of it. And that's not even like a conversation. That's, that's not a conversation. Like a, that is the end of it. That's written in stone. I don't even care. I don't know what the circumstances why, first of all, your ex has custody and now right. they're living with the this stepmom. And not you, right? I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah. Your kids are your priority. So if you're making a decision based on your children and that's what your heart is guiding you to, then fucking go. And if he wants to be with you, he'll come. But if he doesn't, well, then I'm, I'm sorry. I think you're going to be signing divorce papers. I don't know. There's I <laughs> I agree with you. I'm not. I'm. This is a lot all over the place for me. I. First of all, even if the the ex-husband has custody, he doesn't have the kids no more. Why A, are they with the stepmom? That has to be a legal like, thing. That's why I didn't even go there. There's got to be some sort of legal thing going on. Even if well, she goes over there and they can't live with her, she wants to be there for them. And that's where I'm going. Well, okay. So even if there is a legal thing, shouldn't your only fucking priority be getting my children back who are not even living with their father? They're living with a step. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I agree. Sh- it, like, <sighs> the only reason I'm, I'm very going. warm. Right? Yes, you are. <laughs> it's not from the wise. The only reason I'm going where I'm going with it is because, like, I don't know. Why he has custody, is it because she feels like he's 
better suited. Like there's so many reasons for the custody and for you know. What I, I mean? agree, but, but if she wants not, to be he there, he doesn't have the children no more. But now the children are living with a step right. parent, and that could be just because he's because away in the military gone. or whatever, and she gets to fall. I don't know what the issue is. There's so much that could fall into that. Like I'm just speculating. I know. So I can't me me myself. I can't go into that because I don't. I don't know. I know that there is so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are so many reasons for that. But if you're right now torn in a decision between choosing between your children and your spouse, isn't the answer supposed to be obvious? Twice now I have made a move for my husband, but he's never compromised anything in his life for me. So here's your sign. Bye. And now you're worried, you're concerned about bringing up a matter as important as your children because right now he's not talking to you for weeks. Your decision is going to paint the picture of who's more important to you. You need. Know that. She already said I should be there for my children and right now I'm not. Like, and and right you know how to fix it. Your, yes. Yep. Right there is your end all be all. Like, I'm leaving. I would love for you to come. But if you don't want to, okay. I got us an apartment, blah, blah, blah. I need to go be there for my kids. If you want to be with me, you're going to come join me. Which in a genuine relationship, that wouldn't even like, all right, let's go. And that's, let's I'm, go. I'm literally trying to picture that should situation in my current relationship. Keep and I can't. Yeah, I know. It's... I can't. First of all, because I know what decision I would make. You know, me and my kid are super close. So like that's closeness aside, but like me and my kid are super close. But you also know that's that my default answer. If you answer. ever went to Colin and was like, look, I need to move back to Gardner today. I'm looking at apartments today. He'd, He'd say, all right, let me pack with me. our bags. And that's where I'm kind of torn, right. you know? Right. I know he would be there. Absolutely. Without hesitation. Nope. He'd say, okay, do you want me to pack the Michael Kors bag or the Prada one? We don't have a Prada like, one, so it's Michael it Kors. just the first name. <laughs> The second name that came to my head. I think we have a Nike one too. (laughs) Right. I think mom needs therapy because there's definitely some attachment issues. Oh, for sure. For you to. For sure. Not be jumping on the first flight. And codependency. Yeah. 100%. But yeah. Also. Don't wait for therapy to make make this decision. Your kids need you. And don't wait for your husband who you know isn't into i don't even want to use the word sacrificing because going to be there for someone's children isn't sacrificing but like isn't willing to make adjustments i don't even know Well, they're his like, family too and if he's not willing to obviously make a not if to she's say, saying but what i'm saying like you know it when sounds you, very much like she's kind of abandoned her kids for him right okay okay yeah, so yeah it's yeah. not really him he's not involved um, is my speculation because she said I I should be, i've that. made two different moves for this man yep. i should be there for my children right now and i'm not like it doesn't sound like a co-family dynamic yeah it's, like, it's very much like i'm the man these are my rules like we're doing like what she's I'm, kind of dropped her family for yeah. this guy and what he wants and where he wants to go and what he wants to do and now she's having some mom guilt yeah, and I'm very curious to know if she actually overstepped a boundary right. or if she stood up for herself. Right. Right. I think you know the answer. Oh, let's see what Meredith says. Let's this go. question. That was a good one. <laughs> a good one, but also I wish that no one went through this. 
Answer. Tell him what you saw when you visited your kids and explain how it made you feel. Really, did he not ask? Once you've made the problem clear, ask him to do this move with you and describe what it might look like for your relationship. Tell him he can set his own timeline. If he can't scramble to make these plans in exactly one month, he can meet you there. Also, are there any compromises? What if there's some traveling back and forth? The thing is, your kids are a huge priority. You know you need to be with them. When you marry someone with children, or anyone really, the expectation is that you can't always be the center of your partner's universe. Sometimes we make sacrifices or do lots of travel to make a relationship work. If he can't understand any of this or won't even talk about it because he's so committed to ignoring you, just go. Table all decisions about your relationship until later. Have it in the back of your mind that if you crossed a boundary with your husband, he should want to move through it. Yes, sometimes that takes time, but if he's ignoring you for weeks, it's unhealthy for both of you. That's punishment. For now, prioritize your most pressing need. Be open and honest about the plan. Tell him how important this is to you, that you're worried. He should want to be there for you as you show up for your kids. Meredith. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Yep. You. There even, definitely were hints of like... She was so much more diplomatic this? than we were. They were like, run, like... Yeah. Nope. Perfect. Have that conversation with him. Tell him you're going. And if he can't have the decision right there go table the conversation your kids come first the yeah. assumption is that you marry a family not a person yeah i loved it yep i have no rebuttal i agree well then we're fucking useless here <laughs> meredith <laughs> you need to get your shit together and let us have a little bit of rightness well we did on the first one well i guess it's, it's why she's been around for so long we did like her responses last week too though that's true we do love her Let's go for number three. The one I've been waiting for. Uh-oh. Hello? This is this is from May 20th. <laughs> if you didn't watch, she was counting her fingers. For the month. <laughs> this is from May 20th, 2021. The title is Pregnant and Thinking About My Act. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's worse than just thinking about my ex. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Meredith, I met my ex when I was in high school. It was like a fairy tale story. We both were in line. I turned around. We bumped into each other and hit it off right away. For two years, we were only friends, but there was always that chemistry, that force pulling us together and would flirt with each other. Finally, he told me he didn't just want to be my friend anymore and he wanted us to be serious. I was very immature at the time and didn't really take him seriously and kept flirting with other people. So he started doing the same, even though I really did like slash love him, question mark. Later, I cheated on him. Oh. I don't think he ever found out. But later on, he cheated on me as well. We ended things. <laughs> so I can cheat. Hypocrisy runs deep. <laughs> but if he cheated on me, we're done. No, 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 no. <laughs> But yes. <laughs> I was heartbroken and we didn't talk all summer. After a few months, we talked again on and off. We were both talking to other people, but every time we would see each other, we were all over each other. He was the first guy I ever loved. The spark was still there and there was no denying it, but it had just been so toxic. We didn't want to hurt each other again. Two years later, we were in the same spot on and off. So finally last year, I reached out to him and we talked. 
We were supposed to meet up, but it never happened. He just flaked out. Then one month later, I met my now husband. I fell deeply in love with him. I moved across far away to be with him, and I'm happy. I'm now pregnant, and he's the absolute best. But I still can't stop thinking about my ex. I still love him, or at least think I do. I have dreams about him every day telling him I love him and that I'll never stop. I feel so guilty. I'm married and have a baby on the way. I can't help myself but wish I was with my ex or that I could see him one last time to just know if we're meant to be or not. Should I reach out to him or just let my feelings die or hope they do? I love my husband, but I think my feelings for my ex are stronger. What should I do? Should I contact my ex, get some closure? Signed, never stop. I've been waiting for this question. <laughs> this is all over the place for me. Like, just my response. Emotionally? At first, I was like, women dream, dude. It's okay. And then I was like, hormones. And now I'm like, you love your husband, but you're not happy. Are you drawn to the toxicity of that relationship? Because once you said that, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, a toxic relationship, an unsustainable one, the kind that I'm attracted to. <laughs> Next. And you but know. her husband's normal and nice and sweet and caring. And, and she loves not him. Toxic. And, but she said so just so that I know or that I get all my ducks in a row. She said that it wasn't until she was pregnant that she started doing this, that she started missing him and having feelings about whether or not she's going to be with him. I'm now pregnant and he's the absolute best, but I still can't stop thinking about my ex. So I don't know if it just kind of maybe. Yeah, but before that, when she said that she's now she's pregnant, she's with her husband, she moved far away to be with him. We were supposed to meet up. It never happened. He just flaked. Then one month later, I met my now husband. I fell deeply in love with him. I moved across far away to be with him, and I'm happy. I'm now pregnant, and he's the absolute best, but I still can't stop thinking about my ex. Oh. So maybe just the excitement of a new relationship kind of kept her distracted. But now that it's more settled down, she's and married and, and she's pregnant. The excitement's kind of like the seriousness of being pregnant kind of triggered. Probably, like the honeymoon phase is done now, and now she's like, "Oh wow, I'm pregnant and married. I have a baby. <laughs> like, this is the rest of my life." What? How, what do you say? To, I don't. That's our question. What I should I fucking, do? I don't know. Damn it. Uh. uh, uh Call it a day? In which Just it's direction? a day. It, every day is a day. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, if it's something that she just started thinking about as she got pregnant and got further along to her pregnancy, I'd just be like, it's hormones and your dreams are trying to tell you something or like your dreams are, you're processing. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the more... Like the less mundane, the more quote unquote exciting times of your life. But if you were thinking and dreaming about him the whole time you were in this relationship, did you settle? Did you take a second to like ever think that this guy wasn't for you? But you love him and right. you're having his kid. And you're happy. And you're happy. And then you, you've been in this, you were in a toxic back and forth with a guy who ghosted you essentially at the end. Yeah. I I would hate to say ignore your emotions or your hormones. I would hate to say that because that's not what I stand for. Right. But in this case, 
you probably would be chasing after a guy that you might be lucky getting with at first, but then at the end, he might not want you. So maybe her feelings are exacerbated because the ex ghosted her, oh. left her hanging on oh, instead Don't of... we all want something more because it's not right. for us? Right. <laughs> right? Maybe. But to hold on to that feeling for years, I'm assuming they've been married at least a year and then... Oh, no. More than that, right? I don't know because Did she, she said a month it? later. A month later after. She met him, but how long have they been married? I don't think it says how long. It just says that a month after he ghosted her, she met her now husband. Yeah. I can't imagine she got married in two weeks, although you never know these days. True. Now she's thinking about her ex. She said, I think my feelings for my ex are stronger. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. Let's say you follow your feelings and you reach out to your ex. What is your expectation? True. Do you think this guy's going to be like, okay, I'll raise that baby as my own? Or are we I'm going married to... and I love this person and I never ghosted them. Right. This one's hard for me. This one's so hard. And I've never been pregnant. So <laughs> I just, I would like to know. I've, I've, I've induced or not induced, but created a pregnancy. Yeah, you were a part of one. I was a one of two. <laughs> I was 50% of those genes. But, I mean, you tell me. I think me, the would hang you, up would... is because he ghosted her. I think that's the hang up. That's so you don't think her. like hormones or pregnancy have anything to do with that kind of fueling that type of like emotional response? Well, my initial thought was you can be happy with someone and in love with somebody and still not be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Are you not fulfilled in your marriage? Right. Or are you hung up on being ghosted? And so now you're don't have closure, so to speak. You're kind of hung up on what if he didn't ghost me that day and we got back together and live hap happily ever after. What if we didn't after? agree in the right meeting place? Or what if, what if, what if, what Just if, what like. If. You would think in this day and age, though, you'd text someone and be like, where are you? Well, she probably did. He just didn't bailed. Yeah. He ghosted. Yeah. So I think that's kind of keeping her stuck unless she's not as fulfilled in her marriage as she wants to be. Well, I think I'm responding to your like, you know, what if, you know, he didn't ghost her? And to me, well, all that's signs what she's going to. No, I'm saying oh, that's I what see. she's okay. hung up on. Like, what if he didn't? Well, then she ghost needs me. to realize that he would have reached out by now, years later. I have to assume it's years later, or at least a year later, if she's pregnant and married. I, yeah, I would say that's a safe if he bet. Just lost his year, phone yeah. or didn't meet in the right place. Don't you think he would have gotten a hold of her at some point? Yeah, at some point, somehow. There's too many ways to find people these days. It's very true, and it's it's hard for me because I believe that people need a certain level of closure, but I also don't necessarily think that closure as a concept is a thing. I was just going to say, I totally agree, but also closure comes from yourself. Right. Just accepting right. what it is versus wanting what it, what you think. The closure isn't be. dependent on another person. Right. You already know the answer is you just want them to say yes. She already mentioned two years later, we're in the same spot on and off. So this is right on par for him. Him ghosting her and just, that's it, up and gone. But, that sounds pretty fair. The ex. 
when she was originally talking about the ex. Oh, okay. Before she met her husband. Yep. Two years later, we're in the he's same a fuck spot boy. on and off. Yeah, he's... He's a fuckboy. You're not it for him. No. So the fact that you're married, carrying another man's child, and still wanting to be with your ex, like, you have some things to work through. It, it's, yeah. And I don't think it's... It still speaks to not being fulfilled in your marriage. I would take that away. Yeah, but... On some level. Not entirely. But because of yourself, maybe. Not yeah, necessarily maybe. your husband. Maybe yeah. he's not lacking maybe. anything. Maybe you're just missing To be in a position something. where you just think you're missing out on something. That's like, that's that part of it, right? Like, that's what I'm getting from this. The like FOMO. she, Yeah. And... That's what I mean. Maybe her, it's just being exacerbated yeah, by I, him. Yeah, I think I'm just picking up on, on what you're saying. It's yeah. just like, the fact that you feel like you're missing out on something... Like that's kind of like what if. you should sit back and kind of like feel on that, think on that. You know, are you really missing out on anything? These are the patterns that you're used to. Do you really want to live that stable life of instability? <laughs> right. Fucking right. Right. Yes. So like being being stable when someone's constantly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So. so if it was me, I'm pregnant. I'm married with another man. And I'm venting to you that I can't stop thinking about my ex. What should which I one? do? Which one? Which which ex? None of them are good. Yeah, but I'd, I'd pick one over the other for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know because we don't know the extent of this ex, Sir Matthew Michael. But I, oh. see, you're an asshole. <laughs> so I'm reaching out to you as my best friend. I'm this person. Should I reach out to him or just let my feelings die? I think my feelings for my ex are stronger than my feelings for my husband. What should I do? Should I contact my ex, get some closure, etc.? No. As, as my best friend. As your best friend, no. Do not contact him. First of all, you, again, assuming, based on this question, that these feelings came up during pregnancy and that it wasn't the whole time around that you were getting married and planning your wedding and <laughs> right finding out you're pregnant you're and like yeah. wait for this pregnancy to like be done give birth kind of feel yourself out give yourself time to feel and then kind of revisit it with yourself afterwards and see like where you're at but should you go and reach out for closure if you didn't have closure what are you doing getting married you know if you don't, if you haven't felt that part of yourself kind of reach the the end or the milestone the checkpoint you know what i'm trying to say yeah, like yeah, yeah. that yeah that part of yourself emotionally like were you just desperate that you got married well that's I, what I think made I would me ask think, these questions but that's what made me think that maybe she just these these feelings for the ex weren't as prevalent is that the right word yeah. because it's like exciting you meet somebody new especially somebody you like it's exciting the honeymoon phase you know you're kind of wrapped up in that so i think the feelings weren't so great for the ex in the mm -hmm. beginning when she met her husband because she was distracted by right it. but then once you know the honeymoon phase kind of simmers down and she had a kid and reality hits, or she got pregnant then i think it's like oh man i'm still thinking about my ex i think give birth first 
I have to. I well, have she's to gonna have that. to give birth anyway. Well, no, but I mean, like before, like making a decision, give birth first, because hormones are a real thing. You know, people people think that it's just an excuse, or if it's somebody like kind of discrediting yeah. somebody else. But hormones are real. First of all, people dream all the time. She mentioned dreams. Yeah, like. You're going to dream about what you're going to dream about and that's it you have no control over that so if you dream dreamt about your ex whether sexually or not like that's whatever especially if you have hormones that's it's like exacerbated like 10 times you know but if it's you thinking about him and wondering what if and all this other stuff like take a beat you know see if this is something that is more of a symptom of your hormones rushing or if you're actually feeling that way Take a step back. I'm not saying ignore it. I'm saying hold off because you have things that are influencing your decision right now. Absolutely. You do. Absolutely. And that's just the matter of fact. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. But don't make a decision based on that. That would be akin to making a decision on the spot about something entirely life-changing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I agree. So take a step back. Wait until you give birth. Wait until the time goes by that you're kind of back in back. Um, to a more balanced state chemically and then reassess and kind of think you know if this is something that you really want i'm not going to stand in your way fucking choose it as my best friend like i support you with whatever decision that you right choose right i'm not going to encourage you to be in a marriage that you feel unfulfilled in it doesn't matter how much you love him right if you're not happy and you did miss your ex and i liked him i would say <laughs> Go for it. But you have to make a decision, an informed decision, not one based on, you know. The what ifs. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because what are you really going to do pregnant? You're just going to leave your husband and get back with your ex while you're pregnant and hope that things work out, even though you're caring for a man's baby? he wants you. Right. And then what? He says yes, and then the baby comes, and the first thing he thinks of is, that ain't my kid. Right imagine and now you don't have your husband isn't gonna be like oh yeah okay come back that's why i'm only picking the only thing that makes sense to me is it's picking up on the pregnancy part of it you know that's the only thing i can use to kind of use as a buffer to just like wait wait i'm not saying your feelings aren't valid just wait to see if they were really your feelings or if you're just rushed with emotion and and hormone of course i've never been pregnant so i can only go on what i've heard in theory so you know, my uterus is barren. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What should I do? Should I contact my ex, get some closure? You're not going to get it. If he ghosted you, who's to say he's going to answer now? You're going to get closure that way? And even if way? he does answer now, what's? are you actually looking for closure? Or are you hoping he's going to say, come run away with me and I'll raise that baby? You okay. know what I mean? Let's see if he answers. Let's say he answers and he right. says. And that's what I'm saying. And, then what? and he says You're, no. That's her closure. Is it closure? So she's going to stay with a guy she doesn't want to be with? Or is she going to write it out? That's where I'm coming from, too. If this guy says no, are you going to come to the realization that you're just not happy in your marriage? Or are you going to leave because you're not fulfilled and you want somebody who's like this person who ghosted you? Are you going to seek out that quote-unquote thrill? I think that's a valid question. Yeah, I agree. And I think all these scenarios are valid. That's why I say wait until your hormones are in balance. But the thing about pregnant women. I know. (laughs) I know. That's not really a thing. Can't she just get on her husband (laughs) and pretend he's the ex? Clearly she's been trying. She's about to have a kid. (laughs) 
like I just I don't know I this is so I'm trying to think like a as being a woman and a woman who was pregnant and just being able to relate to not specifically this situation but just kind of the what if scenario you did so well pregnant though I like the most part i don't think I really like but even emotionally i never thought that you were or except that time that i revealed that you were having a girl i really thought you were gonna punch me in the face <laughs> but <laughs> i wanted to uh, but not because of you it, 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 oh my god i was like she's mad at me i just was so sure i was having a boy she's so i was mad so sure it's like i ruined her life but your whole pregnancy you were like you were who you are today i feel like if there was any deviation it was vaguely noticeable i yeah i see what you're saying you know so that's kind of hard for, my mother I remember her being pregnant with my sister, and I was really young, but just still crazy. But she was crazier back then. Yeah, just pregnancy definitely stirs up a lot, and it changes a lot, and that's why I'm saying like some people are better I'm for it. To think absolutely, and that's why I'm trying to think of like maybe not necessarily being in her shoes, but being the friend that I can relate to. I was a pregnant woman, and and you know, you know my personal Mm -hmm. stuff but just trying to be the friend of and not necessarily her like what do i what do i tell her because i know right like everything you said was very valid and and i agree that like you know maybe other things are you know it's almost like getting cold feet like now it's really real right you're having a baby you're like so i definitely agree but at the same time we can't just like yeah you're right let me just ignore this Mm -hmm and carry on so like from that perspective what would i tell my friend and i don't know right i don't know i feel like i would tell her like so text him but then what if he comes because she said that they've been on and off so it's like a back and forth you know what i mean so the fact that they've been off and she texts him but then i'm thinking her being pregnant he's gonna be less on you know what i mean so maybe she very well could get closure Unless he's thinking the same thing and he's hip to her pregnancy and he still wants to be with her. But I mean. Or he thinks he does because now she's pregnant and now you want what you can't have. Because men are trash. How many times do I have to say this on this podcast? Every podcast. Men are trash. You're (laughs) trash. Are you a man? You're trash. You're horseshit. Except for the men that aren't trash. You're not trash because you're not. (laughs) But the other ones fucking glad all day long the trash bags hefty 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 (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'm gonna read the answer yes please i'm i'm torn on this here all day i'm torn on this but i think my my response would be like i really need you to take a step back and say like maybe this might be hormones talking and i need to really evaluate what i'm really feeling and i agree but at the same time maybe these could be my hormones talking and they're not going to go away right yes i agree with that too right but that's why i say like take a step back because if that feeling doesn't go away maybe it's valid well we don't know how long she's been pregnant for maybe she she signed never stopped never stopped getting pregnant no (laughs) this is i'm assuming her first kid (laughs) never stopped loving the act never stopped never stopped thinking about him i know okay yeah that's true good point sorry that was just so good like i agree with that that yes like there's a lot 
coming into play here, but yeah. that doesn't change the feelings. Yeah, it's true. So like, imagine being pregnant and that being the catalyst for you feeling like you settled. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm very, having a very difficult time right now. Biff, can you read the answer? I don't have one anymore. <sighs> okay. <laughs> answer. Don't feel guilty about the dreams. Instead, think about why you might be so focused on this ex right now. Is it possible he's on your mind because your life is about to change? Are you feeling nostalgic about high school when there wasn't a lot to worry about? I would imagine that a new marriage and pregnancy makes you consider what you've left behind. But remembering doesn't mean you're longing. You like your life now. And let's not forget the reason you're with your husband is because your ex flaked. You both flaked on each other many times over the years. Sometimes what looks like a bigger, better love is simply more toxic, dramatic, and distracting. Maybe part of you wants to know if the chemistry would still be there. And let me tell you, it probably would be. But that doesn't make your ex the right partner. Except that there are many people in the world, including your ex, who will have the power to distract you from the relationship you chose and love. It doesn't mean those people offer more. You did not choose your ex for excellent reasons, so don't call your ex. There's nothing to say. You already know you'll still want to sleep with him, but that doesn't mean much. Distract yourself with other romantic stories. Books aren't great. One more time, and everyone say it with me. Don't call your ex. There's nothing to see here. Meredith. I like it. I mean, she kind of came at it from where I was coming from, but that don't call your ex part, it's obvious, but it also isn't. Right. Because as a best friend, I don't think I'm going to, that's, I don't know that that's going to be It's my, not my default response. Yeah. Unless no. it's super, like the guy's a scumbag piece of shit like that guy put you in a hospital don't call your right ex. right like don't call your ex right but like i don't know she did she said something about the the pregnancy and the longing and yeah everything's real now i feel like she articulated in a professional way what everything we were feeling and she made it sound like one answer <laughs> <laughs> and so like thanks meredith but what the fuck yeah she was like mom best friend and therapist <laughs> i think that's why we like like her. say it with me we really don't do call like your ex don't call your <laughs> she's right yeah fuck i i know i bet you she called her ex i really wish that they had like updates yeah but i bet you she did if you're a listener please let us know if you called your ex i feel like i'm with you and it didn't probably didn't take her very you long know why because like, we would yeah that's why that's probably why I was I feel confused. Like trash on now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's why I was confused on like, what advice am I going to give? Because I right. know if it's me, I'm calling my ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she might have called the ex. And it probably only took her a couple of days of talking to her to be like, okay, I'm glad that I'm married and pregnant by another man. Or she's with him and pregnant <laughs> and married with another man. <laughs> I don't know. That we'll was good. Never know. That was a good question. That was one we were toying back and forth with last week. I so know. I'm oh. so glad we still did the question. Yeah. Everyone needs to check out Love Letters on Boston.com. Yes. There's really some great topics there. Some of them seem repetitive, but the responses are not. Mm. And so 
I think Meredith would be right there next to Prudy for me. I'm going to say. I do love Prudy. I love Prudy. I just Prudy. think if I was going to write to a person, I could never remember their names, even though that's our a fucking columnist. show. Yep. Yeah. An advice columnist. It would be Meredith. Yeah. I think she's yeah. very. It's more psychologically minded. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what it is. It just, her answers resonate more for me yeah. personally. But we do love Prudy. We love Prudy. We have so many good columnists now. It's kind of hard week to week. We had to go with these. I'm sorry we did a repeat, but we had to go with these. It was just, it I felt right. Yeah. So that's the show that we have for you today and this week. And if you haven't listened to it yet, don't forget to catch our couples counseling session <laughs> on the Consent to Treat our podcast with of Rachel Severs. Yes. Couple Special, of friends. Special. Um, it's really. Session. It was really interesting. It was really good. Um, She's. I love her. Yes. So don't forget. Um, again, consent to treat podcast with Rachel Sievers, and send us your questions and your wine recommendations and/or mixed beverage recommendations mm. to illadvisedpodcast at gmail or find us online at illadvisedthepodcast.com. And don't forget us on not Twitter. No. But on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook at Ill Advised the Podcast. And YouTube at Ill Advised the Podcast. Ah, oh, yes. Brand new. Brand new. Coming at you. Um, we're releasing our episodes one at a time as we start to remaster them. We'd release them as is, but we're too hip to the idea of what's good. So. <laughs> <laughs> Says the 30 something year old parent. Saying hip. <laughs> You're all fantastic. We appreciate the world out of you so, 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 so effing much. Don't call your ex. Drink what we're drinking and thank you for listening. You've been ill-advised.